We Like Dota is brought to you by the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Yield Raven, Ninja Scouts, Samson Magnuson, RX Cowbell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Bean Dob, Icebug, Spangren, Titus and Dormadon, Dank, Xinosin, Dolly Kauschef, Paul Turner, Jeffrey Peterson, Kruger, Javier Latoplay, Wisp, Zeke, and Strawcalf. We Like Dota, episode 329. That's not. Hello and welcome to We Like Dota, episode 329. I'm A2K, I'll be your host for this wonderful evening. It's actually pretty late here. And with me today is Charlene. What's up? Hello, Arian. Hello, Internet. Charlene, guess what? 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 What is it? I'm. I think I'm going to do it. Do Do what? <laughs> I'm going to get a haircut tomorrow. Oh wow! Oh, we have a we have a before and after too because we caught it on stream. What it is? Yeah, yeah. So in Germany, the barbers have been closed for more than two months. I believe it's three months actually, and. Even before that, I was like overdue for a haircut. Uh, my hair is super long at this point. I have to like actually blow dry it, which is crazy to me. Uh, and I need, I, it doesn't look like super bad, but I, I'm definitely in need of a haircut. So you know, I'm doing the comb over at this point. Uh, <laughs> it's getting very long. So yeah, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking very much forward to that. I, I legit haven't cut my hair in seven months. I mean, not to detract, you know, from the importance of hairdressers for women, but I think the longer your hair is, the the less, like, a centimeter, like, you know, is noticeable. True, very true. But I have a lot of split ends, so. Ooh, yeah. I, I heard uh, people really don't like that. I honestly, like, I could have, like, no hair and just, like, a million split end hairs on my head, and I wouldn't even, like, know how to identify that. <laughs> Anyways, you excited? Are you changing up your uh, hairstyle at all? Now that it's longer, you can do something cool with it. I was thinking about it, actually. So normally I get it, like, pretty short at the top and then, like, like almost clean shaven with a, like, fade. Um, but I'm thinking about, like, still getting the fade but leaving it, like, way long at the yeah, top. Yeah, do a, it's I, a I pompadour, I, I guess say, what it's called. Maybe pompadour. I kind of like it this long, you know? Yeah, uh, dude. Right now it's hanging into my eye a bit, so I'm probably gonna get a bit shorter than that. But yeah, uh, I like the look of a bit longer hair on me. Nice. Yeah, just get the sides yeah, cleaned up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll see. But then again, you know, I'm spending money at the barber, right? I kind of get my, I kind of gotta get my money's worth. I mean, you'll you'll get it worth regardless. I'm sure that they so, yeah, they I, are itching to have customers again and. Hmm. Yeah, it'll be. I guess the best value is looking the best instead of, you know, having the shortest hair. Um, all right, let's get into the door. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, look at it go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Getting into the door of feelings, Charlene. How was the week in Dota? And how did it make you feel? Thank you for not interrupting me. 
<laughs> you're you're so welcome. I know how much joy it brings you. Um, my week, my week's been fine. I, in, in fact, my entire week, you were there for because it was the three games that we played right before recording this episode. I mean, sorry, I don't want to call you out, Charlene, what? but you have been spamming turbos. Do 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 these not count for like? No, I've been the spamming turbos, but they. Okay, let me look. Okay, they were five days ago. I guess it feels like a lot longer to me. It just seemed like so long ago. And turbo yeah. games don't take up that much time. So I think I it's easier for me to forget about them. Yeah, it's so crazy how you and Matt play these turbos, honestly. Like <laughs> I'll do like maybe two or three like ranked or normal games on a given day. Yeah. But you like you 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 put the same amount of time in, essentially. But instead of playing like two or three normals, you just do like nine turbo games, uh, like all straight right, up. All right, that's, all right. That's not, crazy not nine. Okay, not nine. Let me. Count. Okay, One, we played two, three, six, four, five, six. But that's six, six, yeah. Six but that's games. the high amount. Like the day before that was four. The day before that was four. The day before that was three. <laughs> so six mm. is on the higher end. But anyways, okay, never mind. Um, I don't know. Dota's Dota's fine, I guess. I'm just kind of overall disenfranchised with it. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just getting old. Um, I still like the maybe, game, yeah. but I only like it if I'm playing with people. I don't intrinsically like Dota anymore. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people have that. Uh, for some, it's just a phase. For some, it's something permanent. You just yeah. gotta see. But I mean, you're still playing it a decent amount. Yeah, so and, and when I play with people, some enjoyment it's great. you can find. Yeah, exactly. Um, how were the, you know, non-Turbo games? Because, you know, I feel like Turbo <laughs> games, no offense to, you know, the Turbo-only people out there, but there's not much, like, strategic depth in Turbo. Yeah. Um, I mean, the non-Turbo games, it all like, the first game always feels really weird when you've been playing a lot of Turbo because mm. you're mentally prepared for how much slower-paced it is, but your, your body just isn't as ready. <laughs> so... Um, I'm always like, oh, what? I'm only level four and it's this many minutes <laughs> in. So a little bit of adjustment. But I mean, overall, it's the same. It's still Dota, right? It's still positioning, looking where you are versus the enemy. So Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. some aspects are very similar, like positioning is basically the same. But mm -hmm. some are also very different, in my opinion. Like just... Sometimes you have this idea of the game state in your head and because it's turbo, it's just totally wrong right. because you're guessing the items on the enemy carry wrong or something like yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. Um, these things we played were, were fun. Started off with a loss, but then got two wins after that. Easy. What about you? How's your week been in Dota? Uh, I have been doing a lot of ranks. So Ooh. I've been I've been working on my flexibility actually. Um, mm -hmm. I've been just queuing all roles, uh, also because I didn't have that much time. So I just wanted you know uh, get an instant game. And now I'm at sixty fast queue games. I'm maxed out. Um, I didn't notice this before, but why can't you stock up on more fast queue games? <laughs> I just want to like keep them going and have like I don't know, one hundred fast queue games or something like that. Uh, seems cool. So yeah. Um, I've been obviously getting mostly support. Uh, I really like Shadow Shaman right now. Um, obviously, he's super good on just playing objectives, but then he's also like probably the second best disabler in the game. And 
I'm not like a huge support player, but what I really, really like as p when I'm playing support is just disabling people because it feels like you're having so much impact when you're like <laughs> yeah. disabling all the cores and stuff. Um, so yeah, Shadow Shaman, obviously great for that. Also great at applying pressure. Uh, somebody who's not a disable, but who's also very high impact that I've tried. Um, I've been playing some Chen actually, which oh. that was like totally new to me. I didn't even know how to skill him. The first yeah. game I played Chen, apparently I skilled wrong. I get flamed super hard by my, you know, uh, lane Strilling? partner. But oh, never mind. no, no, he, he didn't flame me. Uh, I asked him actually after, you know, how, how do I skill Chen? But mm -hmm. Chen is a cool hero, you know, it's, it's kind of weird, but it feels like because you're playing this, you know, weird hero that most people know how it works. Uh, you can't just jungle and like kind of grieve a bit um, because you're jungling as a position five. But because you're Chen and you're like taking over creeps from lanes and stuff, uh, it kind of feels like you have impact at the moment, even though you're just jungling. And your team also kind of assumes uh, that you're having impact. So it's nice to be able to, you know, jungle without getting flamed on a support which chen obviously does and <laughs> you know his healing output obviously is very strong yeah uh, it, it feels like i have high impact when you know my calls get gone on and i press my ulti and my mech stuff like that uh so yeah overall my weakness in dota has been good um i'm still i'm still one one star away from ancient uh i keep like winning two games losing two games just up and down up and down uh one day i'm gonna get there i don't know when though I believe in you. Yeah, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, do you want to get into the games we just played a bit more, or do you want to go straight to the news? Um, we can talk about them a little bit more, sure. So this last game, that's the one I want to focus on. Was oh no? Can we can we can we talk about the other game that we won? <laughs> Why this one? <laughs> because. <sighs> That was such a mean... All right, all right. We'll talk about the previous one. Okay. No, no, it's fine. This one's probably cool well, to talk about. No, I think... It was closer. Let's... <laughs> we'll talk we about... We can also do both. Yeah, we'll do both. Um, okay. okay, so... First game that we'll talk about was... Uh, first win of the day. But it was um, you and me. And then also our boy Strilling. And then my boy slash our... Our boy, who I can share him, uh, two flakes. Um, your boy, obviously, your boy first and foremost. <laughs> yeah. um, but he got griefed because the Medusa <laughs> just insta locked Medusa, and he was That's like, like what? "So toxic, man." <laughs> he was like, "What? What do I play? What do I do?" Oh god! <laughs> so then he went mid as um, Void Spirit, and and then you and I can't remember the pick order, but. Strilling went with the Oracle, and I'm, I, I went with Marana, and then you, I think you last picked Timber, right? Or it was pretty close no, no, to the I, end? It was a second phase pick for us. The last oh, pick was second. the Void Spirit. Oh, never mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm hugely off. Okay. Um, so then you were on Timber, and I, I'm pretty sure that this did actually make a huge impact. Um, so, like, right from the get-go, you shot-called that uh, we were going to reverse the lanes yeah i mean i kind of bullied this medusa because <laughs> yeah. i was already a bit mad at him uh for doing that insta locking stuff so i like just pinged him super hard like you Dusa, Dusa, you're gonna go Dude. top no discussion like, he did it it worked <laughs> yeah so and then he went top so we had a, a medusa against a slark and then timber laning against uh an offlane DK um, Doom combo, which was yeah, real Yeah, that weird. was the dream, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I played a bit of Timber 
this week, and my god, it's so nice laning against melee, like, strength calls. Mm -hmm. Laning against Doom, DK, oh, I want to do that every Dota it's game, it's good. so fun. Yeah, but they had a mid Rubik that mm. that did pretty well early on. Um, I mean, so. yeah, he, he definitely owned his lane. Um, like, Matt died, Yeah, Matt got first blooded, uh, then he died, like, two or three more Okay, I'm seeing at 18 minutes this Rubik's eight and two. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Matt died a lot, but he died a lot. In the end, but side lanes okay. were going well, though. Yeah, side lanes yeah. were doing the well. Doom, the, uh, the, the Doom, go ahead. The Doom died on his lane, and then you know he he went top because obviously you didn't want that terrible lane matchup. So I had to bully the Dusa again to TPing bottom. Yep. Uh, he refused a bit, but he did do it in the end. Yep, yep. Um, Sterling had some nice ulties for us and. Eventually, we out outstood our ground. I think just by nature of having like a Medusa and a Timber who are just like really tanky, and then uh, an Oracle that yeah. can save people, and uh, me on a Marana and a Void Spirit. Like we were just so hard to catch and lock down. Exactly. So we eventually the just yeah, we're tanky. We're tough to catch. It was great. We won. The tankiness felt really impactful that game. Like. I feel like the game deciding fight, which was pretty much the last fight, like I was a bit out of position. We were radiant. So I was grabbing the bounty on their triangle and suddenly like the slark DK just pounced on me. Uh, my team was super far away, but I was so tanky that I lived for like a good 30 seconds just life stealing off because my god, Eternal Shroud, Bloodstone, uh, while I already had Lotus and Shiva, you don't die on Timber unless you get, like, five mad. I had so much spell lifesteal, it was absurd. So, you know, the team caught up to me, and we could actually kill the Stark and the game. Uh, minor threw after that, but, you know, let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, oh. Let's go to the second game. No. <laughs> second game. We queue This in. time, it was my turn to get owned mid. You, you went mid, um, <sighs> and we were trying to figure out their lineup. They ended up... They had an ogre... A PA, a Sanking, a Luna, and we're like, what? Uh, what are they doing? And then they last pick an Enchantress, and we're like, who are they throwing mid? I mean, it was a last pick Enchantress, so maybe they're going mid, but then again, maybe it's a mid ogre. Uh, but they completely threw us for a loop, so it ended up being a four Luna, um, and then a mid Enchantress, and <laughs> <laughs> and you went up against it with your Pugna, and you're like, oh yeah, this will be great. <sighs> But Enchantress so is just so fast. <laughs> I was so cocky before that line. I was like, okay, guys, this guy, he's not going to have a game. He's going to get owned. To my defense, this guy was immortal. And he I'm was. He was player, immortal like 2000-something. So. so a numbered yeah. immortal. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know, I was like, man, this guy's going to get wrecked. Because it's a pretty good matchup, Pagna against Enchantress. But... I was so bad. I I fed first blood, and that just ruined the entire matchup because uh, I tanked one tower hit. I was like half HP, and then he throws this like one little spear, and I'm like, oh nice, I'm I'm half HP. I got a self. I'm not gonna die to this. And then I walked back towards my tower, and I walked so many units that it just like the spear took my entire half HP, and I was dead. I fed first blood. Uh, <laughs> The guy got a wind lace and boots before me, and then every time I tried to ulti him, uh, he just ran from me. And then they started like camping two heroes mid permanently, so I couldn't counter him. And this enchantress was just like, I say until like minute twenty five, the biggest nuisance. That's so annoying. In Dota 2. Unkillable. So like, annoying. We just couldn't. Unkillable. Ugh. Yeah. 
Easy game, though. Easy game. Uh, I mean, honestly, the only reason we won that game uh, was Enchantress fed two times. Uh, and the PA on their team had, like, no game. I was going to say, the a... reason we won is because our fucking offlane, Strilling and Zal's, oh, uh, shout, so shout out to them. Yeah, they made it so that the carry PA had no farm. Yeah, my man got a 19-minute bell free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, yeah. And I gotta say, you know, at some point the Enchantress actually did die to us because we had the Hoodwink ulti plus Decrepify, and that even to an to the Enchantress with Eternal Shroud actually does a ton of damage. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, fun games all around. Uh, yeah, I was I was very glad I didn't end up you know throwing the the second game for us. Still, kind of. Felt like a loss a bit because I got owned on that. No, you were just you were just uh, keeping it spicy. Yeah, the guy was immortal. Give, <laughs> give me a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's my cope. Uh, all right, let's get into the news. <laughs> to read the future, I need entries. Uh, first item on the news, obviously eclipsing anything else we could possibly talk about, the winners of the We Like Dota League 2020 have finally been decided. Uh, big congratulations uh, to four leads plus Squid. They had a great series against Marcus Angels. They 3-1 them. Uh, Marcus Angels, they actually took the first game of them, uh, which was a very close game, uh, but also the most hyped game of the series. And then yeah. the three games after that, they were not that close anymore. Um, <laughs> there were some wacky drafts of all. We had like a Spirit Breaker mid. We had... What else do we have? In game they had uh, Enigma. Was that a support Enigma though? Uh, that was a three Enigma. Um, oh, was a three Enigma. Yeah. Also, Marcus Angels had a three. Had a, I think it was a three Enigma in the last game they played, and I know. I, I mean, the entire team was getting owned, but he literally didn't get a single black hole off. Oh. And then the one time he could have gotten one off, they just called GG. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know. Um, I'm, I gotta say, a very successful uh, We Like Dota League this year. I got some good feedback. Uh, and yeah. obviously, you know, the finals production, shout out to Gary, uh, aka Tadg. I can't Tadg. even pronounce his name. Um, MVP of the production for sure. Uh, we actually had some really good production. Like, we had a fake TI panel with our, you know, faces painted in. We had a, like, proper draft panel, a normal panel, and then, you know, seamless transitions to the casters. Uh, I, I was very surprised by how good our production actually was in this three, like, the league finals. It was awesome. I, it, it made me so happy that our, our little corner of the internet just, like, keeps feeding in on itself and creating things for the community to kind of come around, so... It was super yeah, cute. Exactly. I'm glad that we, like, on one hand, it is super hype to hire in a caster, but on the other, um, it was really nice for us to just be able to highlight our own wonderful yeah, uh, casting pairs. And I everything. think I wouldn't have it. I wouldn't have done it either any other way. I think it was definitely the right decision for this yeah. season to not hire a professional caster and let the community because they did such a great job and people were already like longing for like Juvu and Modster and people to cast the finals for them because <laughs> uh, they enjoyed the other cast of them so much. It, it would have felt wrong to give the finals to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, see you guys again next year. I can't wait to like have people spam me next month uh, about we like Dora League 2021 even though <laughs> the other one just ended. You know, yeah. people get spoiled because we had two weeks and 20, uh, two leagues in 2020. 
I think that's going to happen like every year now. I forgot about our PPDL. And it was a good league as well. It was. Nothing compared to the league, like Dota League, of course. But, you know, right. well, it was pretty nice. Uh, yeah. Something else to talk about here in the news. Uh, we had a we had a big Dota Plus update, uh, which actually was not the like usual, like, hey, refreshing quest. Uh, there were some substantial changes with Dota Plus uh, in this update, which actually just dropped. So for once in our lifetime, we're actually, like, on time with the news. <laughs> Kill us. Um, <laughs> Are you a Dota Plus subscriber, Charlene, right now? You're not, No, right? I'm not. Okay, so I am a sucker. I do pay the Gaben tags every month uh, mm -hmm. to our Lord and Savior. And I think this update, it's pretty good. It makes it more value. So one thing they changed is now, you know these hero relics, right? Where mm -hmm. you know, it counts. Um, or before, it was just like a cosmetic thing to show off, like, wow, I'm so great. I, you know, culling blade uh, 20 heroes or something. But now... These actually uh, contribute towards your hero XP progression and make you level up your hero uh, and unlock voice lines and stuff like that, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's nice to give them like an actual use. It feels like the system is much more fleshed out now. Um, mm -hmm. They also kind of, I'd say, improved the way you gamble for these relics. Uh, before you could only random and you had a very low chance of getting a normal or rare relic. And now you can actually gamble separately for these relics. So you can gamble for a normal relic for 1,600 1, shards. Uh, and you can gamble for a rare relic for 8k shards, which is mm. pretty steep, but you get refunds for duplicates. So uh, I guess it's fine. Um, yeah, also, uh, you're going to like the Shalim Turbo. Uh, now almost fully counts towards relics on hero progress. Uh, you only can earn up to one star for hero challenges. But the rest is basically the same. So, you know, now oh, okay. it previously was disabled. Now you can level up. I, I know you don't have Dota Plus, so <laughs> you kind of don't care. Um, the only thing I miss about Dota Plus is a uh, party horn. I'll chat. Party horn? Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's been power crept by the good ah, guild I love, rewards, I love in my opinion. Party horn. Okay, if you say so. I'm not a big fan of party horn. Uh, something that you actually find relevant, though. Uh, the seasonal treasures. Any favorites here? The new treasure? No, dude. I'm I'm honestly pretty disappointed. Um, I, the ones that stand out to me are maybe Clockwork and Slark, hmm. but the Broodmother one. Like, there's one bit about it that looks cool. Juggernaut is mad. Lich Lich is terrible. Lich looks like any other Lich set. Yeah, it um, doesn't look good. <clears throat> yeah overall like, like especially the tied up legs we've have like three three sets that yeah. tie up his legs yeah so like yeah. overall underwhelming but um oh what's the one i'm forgetting the wind ranger one like that one i i like because it's colorful but there are so many better wind ranger cosmetics i mean so. honestly like these dota plus like treasures uh they're not that flashy overall. So I guess compared with the last treasure, mm -hmm. it's actually not that big of a step down. But, you know, I'm a spoiled kid who has, like, most cool cosmetics in the game from <laughs> yeah. Compendium. And if you have, like, a million particle effects on everything and everything's rare, you can't get it anymore uh, from the collector's cache and stuff like that, these cosmetics, they're kind of underwhelming. Uh, but I get it. Supposedly, there's actually some new players starting this game. So I'm, I'm sure for them it's nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 
that's that's the treasure. Uh, we got some new guild rewards. That's very minor, but I want to give a shout out to Valve for giving us the best chat line in the game. It's looking spicy from my boy Blitzdoder, a fellow Storm Spirit uh, spammer. Uh, <laughs> It's my favorite voice line. I'm very, very glad that the We Like Dota Guild now provides such a thing of utmost value, you know? Uh, also, shout out to the guild. We're still doing so well. Shout like, out to the guild, yeah. Come we're on. just <laughs> locked in at a perfect, like, 95th percentile platinum tier, and we're not moving. We're not going... I mean, sometimes we have, like, 56 and 96th percentile, but... We never drop below 90, which is pretty insane if you think about it. Because we're like a casual guild and we're still so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anything else about the Stoda Plus update? I don't think not, so. Not that uh, I could see, no. Overall, I think I got to say, uh, with this update, because it's not like they only refreshed the quests and did like some housekeeping. They actually added more value here, uh, which I like. So I think overall... I'm not sure if I would still recommend it to anyone unless you're like a hardcore Dota person like me. Uh, but I think uh, the range of people I would recommend it to now has definitely widened with this update, I think is what I'd say. There's yeah. still those pay-to-win aspects, right? Of like seeing your kill log and... True, yeah. There's something else that I can't remember. Is stack timing still Dota Plus or is it... Oh, yeah, the stack like they timing. move. They move a lot of those features over a lot. so I can I'm tell you sure that the stack still... timing is not without Dota Plus. Okay, so yeah, that's still pay-to-win. Yeah, so there, sure. those two features I feel like are a little bit pay-to-win, but it's only pay-to-win at a at a given tier. Cause, yeah. yeah. I mean, at some point, honestly, like right now when I stack, and actually I can talk with this with authority for once because I've actually been playing a lot of support this week, uh, I mostly don't even use the pull timers. Like, the stack timers are sometimes used, but the pull timers, like, I just look at the creep wave. Yeah, pull timers are like never. <laughs> sometimes these pull timers, they're, like, insanely wrong. Like, sometimes I pull according to the pull timer, and it's, like, off by five seconds or something. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, just look at the creeps. Use your eyes, people. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, we had some minor action, you know, in the pro Dota world. Uh as I predicted last week, uh, I'm sorry uh, for all the OG fans that I was right, but OG, they're not going to the major. Uh, the two-time world cham- champions, reigning world champions, uh, not at the major. Uh, I they mean, were up against Secret in the last, in like this deciding game, right? Yeah, uh, but then there was also a pretty funny series of tiebreakers. Uh, oh, nice. So in those tiebreakers were Liquid, OG, and Tundra Esports. And it was kind of like rock, paper, scissors. So in the first series of tiebreakers, Liquid beat OG, OG beat Tundra, and Tundra beat Liquid. So they just <laughs> had to do it all over again. Uh, but in those, uh, Liquid got two wins. OG got one win, one loss. Tundra got two losses. So, you know, Liquid goes to the major. OG stays home. Um, you know, I don't really want to hate OGs. I know, like, when, like, with, like, really famous and great teams like OG, a lot of people are, like, Super, like, they're very schadenfreude. It's a German word that fits perfectly here. And I think most Americans know it at this point. Uh, people are very happy to see OG fail. But yeah. I think with how stacked this EU region is, even for a team with OG, there's no shame uh, in not going to the major. Because it's so stacked, this region, right? Like, even Viking.gg, the people who got relegated, 
they beat the two-time world champion uh, in their series against them. Like, except probably Heiko's esports, anybody on a good day here, except Team Secret, they're like right now a step above everybody else, obviously, but any team can beat anybody right now in this region. Uh, yeah, OG not at the major. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I had some hot takes about the Overwatch system because, you know, when it actually released, I was on my hiatus. But I think I'm going to save that until next week because we're already running a bit long here. Yeah, uh, sounds good. Yeah, let's let's move on to the Hero of the Week. You're tougher than I thought. Come along. Feeding time. Have a cookie. Meepo. More Meepo. I love you guys. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. Hero of the Week for this week is Elder Titan. Um, Charlene, oh, did you want to do the lore? And I do the abilities, or do you want to do sure. it the other way around? Yeah, no, that sounds good. I do abilities, you lore? Uh, yeah. Okay, so first skill here by Elder Titan, Echo Stamp, uh, Echo Stomp. Uh, damage type, physical, uh, you can't actually dispel it with normal dispels, only with Legion and Slark stuff. Um, it's like a channeled AoE stun, but it's not actually a stun, it's a sleep. So when you're not taking damage, it pretty much acts like a stun. But if the hero that's disabled uh, takes a certain amount of threshold damage, they basically wake up and they can move again. Um, the stomp does some minor damage, but it's mostly about the disable. Uh, so the sleep duration is 2 at level 1, which is already a pretty good value. But then if you skill this up with 4 skill points, the sleep duration goes on for 5 seconds, which is 1 second longer than a black hole. Uh, which is considered like a super long and good disable. So very good value for the mana, obviously super good disable. If you're trying to like chase a hero and your team's not quite caught up yet, uh, those are the situations uh, that are really good here. Um, Astral Spirit, actually I'll get into Astral Spirit third because it interacts with the other spell as well. So I'll go into his passive first. This is actually pretty simple. It's an aura in a radius uh, of 350. It does 40, scaling up to 100% base armor reduction. And it also reduces base magic resistance by 40%, also scaling up to 100. So this means if you're affected by this aura, at level 4, all your base armor is gone. So some heroes, this is very good against. Some heroes, it's not that good against. A DK, uh, let's say he has, you know, let's say you're going up against like a decently leveled DK. He's going to have like 8 base armor, uh, and then 12 bonus armor from his passive. Against him, he's still going to be pretty tanky against them. But here come the mechanics. If you're going up against the Morphling, which is like the classic counter, uh, the Morphling, he has 33 armor. You move next to him, he has zero armor. And then, you know, the armor is the thing that's supposed to protect him. Uh, then he's like a, yeah, you know, 400 HP guy with zero armor. You just two-shot him. Uh, so very, very good spell, obviously, against agility heroes because uh, they have the most base armor all of any hero um and now the thing you know with this hero kind of tying it all together uh, is astral spirit so this is a kind of clone of you that's a bit blue he's you know astral spirit uh and this guy can individually be moved by elder titan uh, i believe he moves at your normal bonus movement speed i'm not sure um and every time the spirit uh, touches a creep or a hero he kind of, you know, steals their energy. So, you know, you send this guy out, you run him around, uh, 
And the more heroes and creeps you touched with him when he comes back, you're going to get bonus damage and you're going to get bonus speed. Uh, for creeps, you're going to get 1% bonus speed and up to 15 bonus damage. But for heroes, here comes a big part. Uh, you get up to 80 bonus damage and up to 7% bonus speed, which means that if you hit like two heroes, suddenly you're this guy who has like 160 bonus damage just from one skill, then also you're very fast. And also if you, you know, if you're close to somebody, they have zero armor if they rely on their base armor. So Elder Titan, uh, he used to be kind of built around the stun, but these days he's also a super good right clicker in the right situations. Um, Apparently he almost he also gets armor. Oh, he gets armor these days as well? Yeah, armor bonus per non-hero unit is 0.5 and per hero skills from 1.5 to 6. Ooh, that's awesome. Sorry. <laughs> he gets like everything we carry he once. He gets basically. everything, yeah. So yeah, um, before we get into, you know, how this hero's built and how you play him, which changed a lot in the past like year, I'd say, um, Earth Splitter uh, is his ulti. Um, you send forth a jagged crack. Uh, sounds pretty dirty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you say um, it like that. <laughs> that, you know, it rips open the earth uh, and after three seconds of being created, it implodes and it pulls everybody along the rift to the middle of the rift. Um, and it applies a 50% slow if it affects somebody and it does 30 scaling up to 50% of your max XP, max HP uh, as damage. You know, people, they always as underestimate the skill. They think, oh, it's just, you know, an Earth Spiller. It doesn't do that much damage. Suddenly, bam, 50% of your HP gone. Um, very good spell. Um, although it's not something you can, like, just use and hope to hit it. It's something you need to either combo with your own Earth Spiller, but then, you know, sometimes your teammate ruin it for you by waking people early, or you just combo it with, you know, Ideally, a black hole, but honestly, any stun will do. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Elder Titan. Uh, his talents are pretty decent. Mostly, he has some really impactful ones. At level 10, you can choose between 20 attack speed and 15 movement speed. Uh, what do you take here? Uh, I think the attack speed, assuming you're doing a 3 Elder Titan, which is like the thing you do these days with Elder Titan. Um, then at level 15, you get 25 Astral Spirit Hero Attack or 15% magic resistance. I think 100% in every game, you take the Astral Spirit Hero Attack. Uh, it just enhances it by that much. And it also means you're getting 105 damage per hero hit with your Astral Spirit, which is like insane. Imagine like what, 525 if you get it on a f like four mana, uh, if you get it on five fields theoretically, that's insane. Uh, yeah, level 20, yeah. it gets even worse. 100 Echo Stomp damage, that's okay. But the other talent. <laughs> or. 100% cleave. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. 100%. Uh, it's balanced, I swear. Uh, it's not balanced. Yeah, really good talent. Uh, then at level 25, plus 450 Echo Storm wake damage. Um, this sounds pretty good, the wake damage, because it means like your uh, Echo Storm can be kind of used like a traditional stun way more. Um, but in my, uh, in my opinion, people always forget that at that stage where you're level 25, heroes have so much HP that it doesn't really change the way you can use Echo Stomp. The other talent, though, at 25, minus 60 second Earth Spirit, uh, Earth Splitter cooldown. So this makes your reminder a wee spell that takes 50% of the enemy's max HP. 
have a 40% cooldown, a uh, 40 second cooldown. And you know, then on top of that, you can full cooldown reduction and stuff like that if you're feeling fancy. Uh, yeah, those are the talents. Uh, now, the thing that kind of enables them as a core, the Aghanim Scepter. Um, it adds a simple thing to Astro Spirit. Uh, it causes you to become spell immune for two seconds per affected enemy hero uh, when the spirit returns to you. So, you know, it makes you more reliant on the Astro Spirit, but if you get those combo of, my god, you know, you suddenly, you know, you have giant bonus damage, uh, good movement speed, more armor, and then also your magic immune. So, you know, technically you're invincible, you know, this is like the triumvirate of tankiness, right? You know, or like being a carry. Not being able to die to magic damage, not being able to die to physical damage, and hitting really, 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 really hard. Uh, all of which Elder Titan does these days. Uh, yeah, the Echo Stomp, it's cute, I guess. Um, the Aghanim Shard, I'm not sure if it's that useful. I've not seen like people do like really crazy plays with it. Uh, it allows you to switch Echo Stomp, uh, like switch places with your spirit while you're casting Echo Stomp. Um, that's okay, I guess, but... Yeah, I'm not... I feel like most of the time, if I would buy this Aghanim Shard, I would, like, make stupid decisions and then just feed with it, because I get in a dumb position with that. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. maybe you've tried it. Uh, yeah, that's Elder Titan. Uh, that's Elder Titan. used to be a position 4, which was, like, one of the... I'm not going to say worst, because some people were still very good with him, um, but he was definitely one of the, like, un, like m less valued heroes in Dota. Nowadays, though... He's a big, strong position three. Uh, people picking him in the three position, they get some minor farming item, like an Echo Sable or something like that, and they get a bit more movement speed, and then they go Axe. Uh, and then, you know, it's a, it's just really good. You're, you're basically kind of playing like a carry from the three position, even though you still have, like, decent utility. You use the Axe, and then you become spell immune, you get a million damage, and then you run at people, and... It's surprisingly effective on Elder Titan. Like, I've definitely lost to a fair amount of three Elder Titans uh, this week. The real sickles, they built Mask of Madness, by the way, on this hero, which is... Whew, that's oh, some shit. yeah, that's gross. Yeah, it's really gross. Like, because he doesn't even mind losing the armor from Mask of Madness, because he gets so much bonus armor anyway. Uh, right. Yeah, super good. Uh, that's Elder Titan. So, Shalene, what's his lore? What's his lore? Uh, so Elder Titan is, I think, up there in terms of like OD or Arc Warden as within the lore of creation of the, yeah yeah of the He's world a, like, yeah high level god deity yeah 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 so Elder Titan specifically so he's one of the Titans you know given his name Titan uh, so he is Makes one sense. of the Titans who was there when things were being created but these Titans as beings were um, kind of turning their focus from creating the world into like what else they can mold and shape and they started um, you know kind of reforging spirits and uh, and like being so they started turning inward is what I'm trying to say Elder Titan basically kind of screwed up the process and oh, split no. himself <laughs> He split himself, so that I guess that's the, um, the spirit, bit of the yep. lore behind the astral spirit, right? And right now, his place in the Dota world is as someone who's trying to figure out how to fix 
the things that he's broken and um, bring them back together so that he can, um, so he may rejoin the parts of his broken soul mm. that we and the world alike may be all, may, might all be mended. So I, my interpretation is that we're all just inside Elder Titan's dream world. Like maybe headcanon Colin Slack's Damn. the defense of the Deep ancients more. entire Dota is just like fragments of Elder Titan's dream as he's trying to figure stuff out. So if I'm not mistaken, he's the guy who made the Dota 2 world, right? I, I don't know if it's him or is it Ark Warden? I always thought it, it might have been Ark Warden. I'm pretty sure it's Elder Titan, actually. Like, not 100% sure, but decently sure. I've heard a lot of people say that. Okay. Maybe. So, you know, he, he, you can thank Elder Titan for, you know, Dota being Dota. He, he made it. <laughs> yeah. Every time there's a map change, it's Elder Titan because he's reforming something. <laughs> True. They should do that. Like, they should do something like that where, like, every time they make map changes, you know, they make a little animation or something of Elder Titan, you know, smithing it, <laughs> hitting it with the briefcase, putting yeah. the lanes back in shape, stuff like that. But yeah, uh, cool hero. I don't mind playing against him, honestly, because when I get owned by Elder Titan, it's not like getting owned by an OD. It feels like the person owning me. Uh, deserves it because he's has, playing like a decent skill. high skill hero. Yeah, not yeah. like a brainless hero. Uh, that is OD. Sorry, I played against OD and the match that we lost. <laughs> uh, cool. Noobs as noobs. Cool. Yeah, let's do it. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is always prepare for war. Noobs are snoops. We only have three questions, uh, yep. but the questions are very nice, I gotta say. Uh, first question by Rex Cow. What is the trick to Kunkas combo? Um, for me, I gotta say, uh, for me, there is no trick because most of the time when I play uh, Kunka, I play it with friends, and that means I'm playing on the NA server, uh, which <laughs> means that I have 100 ping, right? So. If I'm playing on EU, it's a bit harder to pull off because you need to be mindful on your timings. But when I play on NA, I just torrent, X, boat, and then I immediately pull the X back. And because of the 100 ping, that's like the perfect combo for me and it hits every time. So mm -hmm. the, in that sense, like I think Kunka is the only hero that actually gives me advantage playing it on ping because it makes me do that combo like super easily. I mean, to answer the question more directly, it's so the torrent X and then boat works because torrent has a two second delay X. You can, um, if you don't, and I guess you have to clarify, you actually manually cast the X again, right? Yes. To, yes. to pull them back in. Yeah. Because X, if you don't do anything, it's just a natural four seconds. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so if you torrent x and then they're trying to walk away cast your um your boat then and you bring them back within like a two second window then they'll get caught by the torrent and then the boat will land on them so that's that's the yeah, combo that's you know yeah. uh, if you're playing on eu by any chance because i know you're from an a uh, just spam the spam the buttons and you'll, you'll <laughs> it'll eventually work out yeah. Uh, also, can I say how ridiculous the scepter is, Torrent Storm? 
Yeah, it's really fun. It like ma- it it ruins every support's life and any team. Yeah, because it's such a huge AOE. What is it? Yeah. It's maximum spawn radius um eleven hundred. So it's just yeah, you unless you have a BKB, you really can't be in the fight at all. Especially when he has level twenty, you know, eighty torrent AOE. That scales very right. well. Right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, next question, also by Rex Cow. What are the secrets to Beastmaster? What are the secrets, Shelly? Um, what are the secrets? Uh, I know Juan Cena played him real well. That was one of our downfalls as Mosaic made. <laughs> Maybe we got to get him. But I think the secrets of Beastmaster are to realize just how good your inner inner beast is that what it's called yeah, it's so inner beast bad. is like the aoe attack speed um makes it so that you that's why you get necro that's why you have all these summons and uh, i think right now with the bird um dive bomb is a meme but it can be pretty hilarious to yeah. have that as a as a stun i mean basically I think what makes the shard so broken on Beast Star right now is not actually the dive bomb. The dive bomb is like a gimmick on top of that. What's mm-hmm. really, really broken about the shard is that it makes you able to control the hawk again. So I have to go into Beastmaster's patch history a bit, right? Um, you used to be able to control the That's hawk, true. but it was balanced by only having one at the time. Now yeah. it's a 60 second summon duration, 30 second cooldown, so you can always have two up. And with the shard, they're controllable again. So that's one of Beastmaster's secrets for sure. Uh, the other one, which I didn't know until I played them a bit, um, your wild axes, they actually amp your damage your right and click, the damage your summons do. And, you know, when you're a Beastmaster, uh, like most of your damage comes from your necro creeps anyway, right? So it's mm-hmm. it's really insane the amount of damage amplification that the wild axes can provide to like necro units and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think those are the secrets. Uh it's not like a terribly complicated hero. Any more secrets for Mr. Fiskaya? Any other secrets? Not sure. Yeah, I don't think so. Those are two good secrets. Uh last question by Sam Turing. Who is the most versatile hero in Dota in terms of positions? Are there any heroes that can truly be played in any role? This is one of those questions that you have to think Any about. Any role. I would mm. say... I would say one that comes real close is Marana. True, yeah. But she doesn't make a good three. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'd argue she doesn't make like a... I think it can work, but it's not like an ideal position one. Uh, yeah. I think Tiny um, is very versatile also, but he's not that good of a one or five. Yeah. Unless, you know, uh, you want to grief and do Tiny Airlines, then he's a great five. OD, actually, right now, is probably yeah, one but of them. That's probably like just the hero being broken and that's why right. he's in any position and not, you know, actually being versatile. Uh, Wind Ranger, also very versatile. Wind Ranger, very versatile. What about Nyx? How do you feel about Nyx? Nyx mid, Nyx carry? Is that a thing? Yeah, I think so. Is it? Okay. If he gets uh, like the E-Blade, E-Blade Dagon and, and builds his like whatever plus three, plus 30 agility? <gasps> what what oh, even is his thing? I think I found the actual hero, Shaleen. Oh. Vengeful Spirit. 
I thought of that, but I don't actually think so. Is she a good three? Yeah, for sure. With the axe, like, you're so tanky if you build for tankiness. Like, Venture Spirit, no matter what you build for, you can excel on it. You can be super tanky. You can do a lot of damage. You can, you know, support well if you build Aetherlands or stuff like that. Uh, mm -hmm. I played a core Venge last week on mid uh, and I went axe. It was some hilarious stuff because, you know, <laughs> you die, but it literally doesn't matter. Your illusion is so strong. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good answer, actually. Yeah, Venge. Yeah, I think for me it's Venge. I think it's the most versatile hero that I can think of. Okay. Cool. Uh, all right. Uh, that's it for this week from us. Uh, you're faithful. We like dollar hosts. Uh, <laughs> see you guys again next week, I guess. See ya. Bye. Bye. -bye.